0: What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 11 of the Eagles Fans Podcast. This will be a very exciting episode as we talk about the playoffs Eagles versus Seahawks game. On today's episode, I will break that game down. I will recap the week 12 matchup of the Seahawks game, draw parallels between that, and tell you why I see this game to be very different from that one. There's a lot to get to, so let's get started. <laughs> All right, Eagles fans, it's playoff time, and I am so psyched to record the first ever playoff episode of the Eagles fans podcast. We have the Seattle Seahawks traveling all the way to Philadelphia to visit the link to face off on Sunday. It's going to be a very exciting game and a game I'm extremely confident about the Eagles winning and advancing on to the divisional round. We previously got to play Seattle in week 12 in a game that they beat us 17 to 9 but before i preview this game i'll go back and recap that one talk about some things that i saw that you probably aren't going to see in this game the teams are much different and it's a lot a lot can change in over the course of the season and i'll uh, i'll examine a few of those things so like i said they beat a 17 to 9 and the scoreboard indicates that it was closer than it actually was outside of the minnesota and the dallas game scoreboard wise This game just, it felt like we got utterly beat, and we did. Turned the ball over five times, was only able to score three points until the very end where we got the garbage time touchdown, and were unable to execute on the two-point conversion. So we really got beat top to bottom throughout this game. Nothing looked pretty, nothing worked on either side of the ball. I guess you can say the fact that the defense only allowed 17 points was a plus, but they were able to run up and down the field on us. Uh, yardage-wise, which, of course, is never what you want to see. It, it, it's it's concerning, and it was concerning. So the things that I'm seeing from that game, Seattle was able to run the ball for over 150 yards. They had Chris Carson healthy, Rashad Penny healthy, who, of course, torched us the most in that game. C.J. Procise and Russell Wilson, of course, contributed on the ground. So you won't see that in this game. They the running back now consists of Marshawn Lynch and Travis Homer. None of those three backs that were able to have success against us will be in the backfield this week. So I think that really bodes well for us to be able to stop this team and really make them one-dimensional on offense. And once you do that, it allows Jim to be more creative with bringing pressure on Russell Wilson. Because when you look at the talent top to bottom on this offense for Seattle – nothing really jumps out at you. Of course, Tyler Lockett is a household name just because of the place he's been able to make in the past, but he's not a guy talent wise that really scares you athletically. Of course, his counterpart DK Metcalf is exactly that, but he lacks the experience uh, because he's a rookie to really uh, strike fear into me. Uh, he he was able to beat the, the Eagles corners in the week 12 matchup uh, a few times, but he dropped both of them. So Those are the type of rookie mistakes that I see DK Metcalf continue to make. Um, So none of their skill players uh, concern me. Of course, it's Russell Wilson. He's a force multiplier, and he makes those guys better. And um, this game will be up to that. That's where it stops and starts is with Russell Wilson if he's able to um, shred us like he normally does, like he normally does other teams. But you've seen over the past few weeks this Seattle offense has really slowed down. And a lot has to do with their offensive line. Uh, they started the season ranked middle of the pack, offensive line, pass protection wise. Of course, they finished the season fourth in rushing, so that's that's a notch to the offensive line. But as far as pass protection goes, they've been middle of the pack until the end of the year, where they fall into the bottom third. They've been really shaky, and they uh, they allow a lot of pressure on Russell over these past few weeks. So that bodes well for the Eagles, who coming into this year, that's probably the thing that you were wanting to hang your hat on the most as a fan is that we will have a pass rush. That will be the backbone of this team will be the defensive line because the talent coming in really jumped off the page. And on paper, you thought to yourself that this team was going to be able to be in the top five in pressures and sacks, but that never materialized. And that's been really why we've lost some of these games this year that we have. Uh, If this pass rush would have been even a fraction uh, better I think uh, we probably have 10, 11 wins going into this playoff game. So their offensive line coupled with the fact that our defense is playing a lot better makes me encouraged. Those running backs not being there, uh, no real talent on the outside, uh, really bodes well for us in this game. Of course, in the previous game, their offensive line did play very well and we were not able to get any pressure. Uh, they they suffered a few drops. Like I said, the, the scoreboard, you could probably add two more touchdowns to it, and that's what the final score should have actually been. Uh, the Eagles gave up five turnovers, like I said earlier, and they gave up a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz, which was, and it was a weird game with the offensive line. Lane wasn't playing, so they experimented with Andre Dillard on the right side, and it was his first game ever playing right tackle, and that didn't work out. He uh he got beat frequently until they pulled him. And when they pulled him, it caused Brandon Brooks to have a uh, an anxiety attack. And so he had to come out. And so you had Big V, and I believe it was Matt Pryor that came in in that game, which, of course, makes you nervous because those are the two that will probably be playing on the right side in this game. But Jeff Stoutland, I'm confident that he'll get those guys ready. But in that game, we gave up a lot of pressure that just isn't, um, isn't normal for this Eagles team and this Eagles offensive line with the talent that's on it. So I think a lot of things that you saw in that week 12 game will change. Carson's playing much better. Like I said, that was the worst game of his season. And since then, even against the Dolphins, he's been playing at an all pro level, really bringing these guys around him, practice squad guys like Boston Scott and Greg Ward, Robert Davis along with him and really allowing them to, shine and produce so I'm excited about Carson in this offense against what really is a, a shaky Seattle defense because if you look on paper they they don't really have talent they don't have top end talent on this defense the only guys that you really would want on your team are Bobby Wagner and Jadavian Clowney outside of them there's no real um, difference maker on the defense of course KJ Wright is a fine linebacker but you'll be without guys like Michael Kendricks there's nobody really in the secondary outside of Diggs that is a, a quality player. So Carson should really be able to tear this defense up. I'm expecting him to have his best game of the season. I just think he's in a groove right now, and he's got guys around him that believe in him, young guys who have come out and said that he's the leader, we go as he goes. So that bodes well for the Eagles, and it's not... Like 2017 or 2018, talent-wise, of course, injuries are the reason we don't have much talent out on the field. But it just—it always seems like the culture's there when you need it to be, and it is right now. The team has a certain juice about them, a confidence, a swagger that I think really matters when you play football. Of course, playing at home really matters, like I've said before. So there's a lot of positives on the Eagles' side, a lot of negatives on Seattle' side it'll really come down to the quarterbacks. If Carson continues to play the way he, he's he been playing the past five weeks, then I think we win this game. And if uh, Russell Wilson has an MVP-type performance, then I think they win the game. So it'll really just come down to what QB outshines the other one, a classic quarterback duel, and something that will really, really bode well for the narrative of Carson and this team to get a playoff win. We really need to get out from the Nick Foles shadow and that 2017 team. And uh, a win here against Seattle, a good team, will really uh, go a long way in helping with that. Um, The last few things I want to point out, of course, injuries. Um, Zach Ertz is really a true 50-50 game time decision. He practiced limitedly all week. Which is a good sign. Of course, you have a broken rib and a small cut on your kidney. Uh, that doesn't that doesn't sound good at all, and probably why you you shouldn't get your hopes up for him to play because it's a it's a medical concern. He needs to be medically cleared to play. Um, but even to have him dress, even if he only plays a few snaps in the red zone, will definitely be a big help to the the Eagles team. Speaking of Ertz, the uh, the Seattle defense gives up the. Uh, second most yards and big plays, two tight ends. And the fact that we boast two of the top eight, I'd say, tight ends in this league really bodes well for us. And I think Doug and Mike Grohl will take advantage of that. Dallas Goddard's been playing out of his mind uh, these past few weeks, even while Ertz has been healthy, but especially while he's been out. So uh, having Ertz back would be a big boost. Uh, Miles Sanders looking like he's going to be ready to go. Uh, probably not operating at 100%, but even an 80% Miles Sanders uh, is a is a huge boost to this offense. He's really been the, the focal point of the offense and really what's been carrying us when it comes to big plays over this past four-game stretch. So uh, look for him to carry the load out of the backfield. Of course, you can't talk about this offense without talking about Boston Scott. So him and Boston Scott, of course, Jordan Howard will be mixed in a little bit more returning from his shoulder injury, uh, having the full backfield will definitely benefit Carson. Nelson Aguilar won't be playing in this game, which is another bummer. I really don't understand why he hasn't been placed on IR. I thought the reason was if you thought you were going to make the playoffs, which they did, that he would be available to play in this game. Um, I don't know if it's a, you know, if we, if we beat this, the Seahawks, then he'll be able to return against the Niners. So, I don't know. It's a question mark Nelson Aguilar, but there's a lot of fans that just think, you know, even if he's healthy, he doesn't need to play because of the way that receivers are playing for Carson that are currently on the roster. But um, a few other notes, we signed uh, a running back uh, named Elijah Holyfield. I don't think you'll see him being active unless something last minute happens to Miles Sanders or uh, Jordan Howard. I believe if those three are healthy and active, that Holyfield won't be active. And we brought back former fifth round pick Shelton Gibson as depth. Again, I don't know if you'll see him active. It just depends on how many receivers um, and tight ends Doug wants to go with. I believe he likes to roll into the game with nine. It'll all be up to the Zach Ertz designation if he plays. I don't think uh, Gibson will be active. But if Ertz does not play, then I think you see Gibson active because then Perkins will have to fill into that uh, second tight end role, which. We play the most 12 personnel, so you'll probably see a lot of uh, Gibson on special teams. Uh, He knows the offense, so if injuries happen, you would probably see him out there. So a lot to be excited about if you're an Eagles fan for this game. I really think you should be confident that we are going to get this win in advance to the uh, divisional round, and I believe we would play the Niners if uh, the Saints are able to take care of the um, Minnesota Vikings. So... I hope to talk to you guys on Monday after an Eagles victory, and we'll break down this Seattle game. So be prepared to be loud in front of your TVs, and if you're going to the game, turn up for me. So uh, that'll be it for this episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. All right, guys, that'll do it for episode 11 of the Eagles fans podcast. Again, I really hope you enjoyed this one. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening on Apple and Spotify. And don't forget to leave a review down at the bottom. That really helps me out. Also, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, go and do that at Eagles fans. That's where I post all the updates for the podcast, as well as graphics, breaking news and anything Eagles I hope you really enjoyed this one, and I will see you on Monday after this Eagles win. Go, birds!